a word of encouragement and, uh, from me this morning. Uh, look, if you know me, you'll know, uh, and many of you do, that, that I'm really big and I will continue to preach always as long as I'm up, up front about remembering the, the things of the Lord, consistently remembering what God has done, um, that we would lean into the promises he has, his goodness and his faithfulness towards us, that we would always remember. I'm really big on it because I think the evidence is there in the scriptures, but not only in the scriptures if we need more evidence in in our lives, but also um, the history of the the world as such around when we forget the things of the Lord, we trip up and and we we get into sticky situations. Israel is a a prime example through the Old Testament, and, and God continually says to them, when you forget me, you forget my ways, then you go down your own path and your own own ways and, and things get messed up and so um, I am always big on preaching about remembering the goodness and the faithfulness of God to us not because as Simone prayed in worship not because I want to conjure anything up it's just that when we speak the name of Jesus or when we remember the, the works of Jesus we're leaning into him and who he is and who he's called us to be we're not trying to pump ourselves up, although that's great when it happens. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But at the same time, um, it's, just, it's about leaning into who he's called us to be. It's about leaning into his kingdom and his kingdom promises. It's about a, um, leaning into the, the discipleship journey that we're on of, of spiritual transformation, now that's a key and an important word in the Christian life that we probably um, need to continue to revisit in our lives. What does it mean to be spiritually transformed? Everything, everybody goes through um, a, a, a spiritual formation, but as literally everybody in the world, we could talk about that, but we won't, we won't go into the depths of it. Everybody goes through some sort of spiritual formation, but Christians are called to be people who are spiritually transformed. We are consistently being called into being transformed into the likeness of Jesus. Scripture says that. If you want any books on this, go read Dallas Willard. Pretty much everything he writes was about this journey of spiritual transformation. Was a great theologian, now with the Lord. Um, And his works will be around for all time I believe go and have a read of him if you want to get onto that subject of spiritual transformation but we are called to that but it's hard sometimes like who's feeling excited that we can meet here today yep okay good who's feeling frustrated about where we are at the moment with lockdowns backwards and forwards it's uh, come on or I'll put my hand up first then I'll be the first to do it (laughs) who's frustrated with wearing a mask everybody with the glasses if you don't put a hand up I know you're lying all right (laughs) I'm just sitting there at the start of church just fogged up the entire time all right I know you're telling whoppers if you don't say you're frustrated with masks and so we're in this tension of, of all these different feelings and emotions and, and it backwards. It's, 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 it's like I'm frustrated, and then it, but it's great that we can meet together and I'm over COVID and yet God is still God. And, 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 and all of those feelings are valid. I just want to say that right now. That is all valid as we work through. But what is the constant is Jesus. We just sung it before. Jesus at the center of our lives. 
And so in the midst of all those feelings, we navigate the, the tension of those in the midst of following Jesus and keeping him at the centre of our life. And so I, I, I really want to give you a word of encouragement today to continue to remember the things of the Lord, to put them in front of you, in the midst of all those different feelings that are perfectly valid, to put them, to remember who he is, remember who he's called you to be, and to continue to take the next step forward. That's all he's ever asking of us. Take the next step. Take the next step. Take the next step. Follow me. Follow me. So there's three things really quickly I want to, I want to in terms of remembering the Lord and his ways, I want to just um, um, bring to our attention this morning. The first one that I've already alluded to, remember, Remember the things of the Lord in your own life. Remember your salvation. Never ever forget the day that you came to the Lord and you bowed the knee and you said, yes, you are my king. And we cried out as Peter did in the scripture, who else would we go to? There is no one else. You have the words of life. You are life. Remember the day of your salvation and never, ever forget it. Keep it always in the front of your mind. What a glorious day it was. Because if you celebrated it, I can tell you the heavens celebrated it more, infinitely more than you can ask or imagine. He celebrated you. He welcomed you with open arms, full forgiveness and redemption in the name of Jesus. Always remember the day of your salvation. Remember the small things of the Lord. Don't, don't throw them away. Remember the little things that he always does for you, day in, day out. Even now as I speak, I'm really believing the Holy Spirit's prompting all these little things, all these things he's done in your life. The day-to-day things, the meeting with a person that you haven't seen for ages and it was just the right time and they had just the right word from the Lord for you. Um, the provision of finances at just the right time. The, 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 the fact you've got bread and food on the, you've got food on the table. You know, all the, all the small things of the Lord. Don't, don't forget those. Remember them and celebrate them. Remember the big things of the Lord, the, the times that he comes and he breaks in, miracle healings that, that have happened in your life, miracle provisions that's happened in your life, things that you just look at and you just go, I, you, you just can't make that up in terms of how that happened. Remember those things and hold on to them before the Lord, not because we want to live in the past, but because it causes us to lean forward to go, well, what's the next step? Where's, where are you in the next step? Because I know you've been faithful through all those things. Where's the next step I need to take, Lord? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? What do I follow you into? Remember the things of the Lord in your own personal life. That's the first remember. The second remember. I often find, and I've, I personally have struggled with this, maybe I'm on my own, but around, you ever had those times where you go, I don't know I'm hearing from the Lord, so I don't know what to do. Anybody who gets into those kind of circumstances, I don't know what to do, Lord. What do you want me to do? I don't feel like I'm hearing from you. I can't feel like I can see you. Um, where, where are you, Lord? What are you, what are you doing? What, where, where do I go? I, I have those kind of conversations with the Lord a lot, if I'm perfectly honest. And so the second remember is, if you get into those kind of circumstances, and, and to be frank and honest, when we get into these kind of lockdown situations, I have those moments where I just go, oh gosh, 
thought I heard from you. Is that really where I'm meant to go now? Am I meant to do that? This is really frustrating me and and what do you want me to do lord and all those kind of things and if you get to that point where you are and and you need to remember what my 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 counsel my encouragement is what was the last thing the lord said to you hold on to the last thing that the lord said to you if you are not hearing a fresh word then lean back on that word no matter how long ago it was, it might have been quite a while ago. But lean into the last thing you heard the Lord say and take the next step in that direction. Move in that direction with him. And with that in mind, I wanted to remind you and, and help us to remember um, three key scriptures that I really feel like the Lord wants to remind us. You might want to write them down and have a revisit of these throughout the week. These are, um, these are three scriptures that have been used from up front here where people have been preaching. And um, not to say that other scriptures have not been valid. I'm not saying that. It's just the Lord said this morning about if we're remembering. These are three that I want you to, to talk about, Scott. And the first one was from Isaiah 52 that I preached on a few weeks back from the message version. And I'll give you a little snippet here this morning. Um, this is from the message. Um, God is leading you out of here. Wake up, wake up, pull on your boots, Zion. Dress up in your Sunday best, Jerusalem, holy city. Those who want no part of God have been culled out. They won't be coming along. Brush off the dust and get, your feet, get on your feet, captive Jerusalem. Throw off your chains, captive daughter of Zion. God says you were sold for nothing. You're being bought back for nothing. Again, the Master God says, Early on, my people went to Egypt and lived, strangers in the land, and the other, at the other end, Assyria oppressed them. And now, what have I here? God's decree. My people are hauled off again for no reason at all. Tyrants on the warpath, whooping it up, and day after day, incessantly, my reputation blackened. Now it's time that my people know who I am, what I'm made of, Yes, that I have something to say. Here I am. Isaiah 52 from the Message Version, that's the first one. The second one, um, Dave Hockey preached on a couple of weeks ago. Does anybody remember what passage he used? Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. It was Luke 4.18, but also Isaiah 61. Uh, they, um, something the vineyard, we as the vineyard church, in terms of our identity, hold very dear. Um, to who we are in terms of intimacy and also the kingdom of God. Again, I'll read a portion of this. The Spirit of the God... Um, I'll read it actually from the NIV, sorry, not the message, as David used the NIV. Um, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. 
Very, very cool passage. So much in that one. And the last one is from Ephesians um, 1 that David uh, read last and preached from last week. Very, this is such a powerful passage. So much meat in this passage. Again, encourage you to have a read of this throughout the week. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Gosh, that's a good word, isn't it? Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Our world could use that right now. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And, also, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. For this reason, ever since I have heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glory inherit, glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age but also in the age to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Remember, what was the last thing the Lord said to you? We have been on a journey of new beginnings over the last few months. These three scriptures, I believe, are key to what the Lord is doing in our midst and so I want to encourage you throughout this week and throughout all this mess that's going on, remember. Remember what the Lord has asked us to do and where he has called us to go. New beginnings. New beginnings in him. 
So much promise in all three of those scriptures. Go and revisit them throughout the week and remember his call on us and his call to you in growing deeper and deeper in him. The third remember, and we will wrap up with this, and I haven't forgotten communion, (laughs) is remember Jesus. Remember everything that he's done for you. It is not small in terms of going to the cross and dying for us. That's that Ephesians passage has just spoken about, that we would be called righteous before the Lord, that we would be welcomed with open arms before the Father. And so this morning, um, why don't you get your communion together as we um, collectively, as a body, remember Jesus.